Welcome, love, peace, and blessings to everyone. You are tuning into the Apple Eye Movement. This podcast takes us on a journey of life experiences and offers you encouragement and hope, even in the midst of this pandemic season. You are tuning into episode two of our I Made It series. And we want to shout out to all the essential workers out there, not just the healthcare workers, because oftentimes we want to box all the essential workers into just the healthcare. And we thank God for all our healthcare workers, our law enforcers, our firefighters, those men and women that are making deliveries, our sanitation workers, the cashiers in the stores, the men and women that are operating toll booths, each and every essential worker, our transit workers, those men and women that are helping people to get from point A to point B. If you are an essential worker, we salute you and we say thank God for you and we pray for your safety. But here in the Apple Eye atmosphere today, we have an awesome person, Arnold Frazier Jr., who is going to share a little bit about himself and he is an essential worker not just in the natural but also in the spiritual because when he is on his secular job he is an essential worker when he is living his life on a day-to-day basis he is an essential worker because he is working for the kingdom welcome to the apple eye atmosphere you want to share a little bit about yourself praise god and welcome thank you for having me again as I was involved in season one, I salute all the Apple Eye listeners out there. Yes, as uh, you have already shared, my name is Arnold Frazier, and I work with the New York City Transit Authority. I've worked in various departments since becoming a track worker, um, so track inspector, welder burner, flagman, and now I work with quality insurance, and what we naturally do just go out and take dimensions and measurements and scopes to make the system run a little bit more efficient and safer. So again, we want to thank you for your service, for your sacrifice. And I am certain that it was not an easy experience getting out there, especially in the beginning of the pandemic. So If you don't mind being honest with our listeners, um, what were your thoughts when you were out there working as as a New York City um, employee and many people were able to have the option to work from home? So they're in the comfort, or myself included, we were in the comfort of our homes, safe, not having to be exposed to the outside world but you were out there grinding and hustling and and sacrificing since the beginning. So what were your initial thoughts? That's exactly right. Uh, Fear was the initial thought of maybe I'm going to be one of these uh, COVID uh, virus disease. You know, no one knew the exact cause or how, how, you know, how detrimental this disease was. So, you know, of course, fear was in the, it was in the play. Wondering if you're gonna go home with this 
virus to affect your loved ones, whether you're going to be yourself not be able to um, make it through. But thank God, through his grace and mercy, I'm still here. Amen. Glory to God. And thank you for being honest, because many times, especially as men and women of God, we don't want to admit that sometimes that there is some fear and we know that fear is crippling and we want to get deep and we want to say, well, God didn't give us the spirit of fear. He did not. He gave us a spirit of love, power and a sound mind. But sometimes in our humanity, in the understanding, the facts that are around that this thing is real, that we have to remember to not rely on the facts, but to rely on the truth. Right. Amen. To rely on his word and what he has said. So now when New York City was, had mandated restrictions placed upon it, um, can you just share with our listeners how that impacted your work environment? Sure. What we first have to take a note that this was an historical event for New York City. This was a system that never closed down or operates 24 hours in the day. And now being with this pandemic involved, we had to shut the system down between 5 a.m. to 1 p.m., 1 a.m., excuse me, to allow uh, the system to be properly cleaned and for other workers to, other works need to be done during this particular period. Okay. And now we understand that the system was operating and that there are so many, especially throughout New York City, that rely on the public transportation in order to get them to and fro. And I can only imagine how you, the workers, must have felt being in the proximity of so many people that don't want to follow protocol. You don't know if they're sanitizing or not, but the social distancing and the lack of wearing masks. Um, how was that for you and your coworkers during that time? And are people still not following protocol? Well, I believe now with the vaccine shots being available, more people are tending to lean towards the and operate with uh, the proper protocol, face masks and social distancing, because they're more aware. You know, they're now has been millions of lives has been lost. So, and it actually has uh, let someone know, hey, this thing is real, you know, and you don't want to be on the, uh, on, the, on the wrong side of it. So, as you said, I, my co-workers and myself always had that fear, that doubt in our minds because of people not trying to uh, operate. There's always going to be those who think it's not going to touch them. It's not going to affect them. They're not going to catch it. It's, it's a shame. That's ignorance, you know. So we, we um, continue to be cautious, be cautious, wearing our gloves and our mask and our sanitizing and doing the things that's necessary to um, maintain a daily healthy lifestyle. Amen. Now, as you're speaking about that, um, if you don't mind a moment of transparency um, because we understand that no matter how many precautions you may take and just as you were just speaking um, we know that you have done 
all that you could being out there exposed, making sure that you are not taking something home into your own home, into your temple, into your vessel, and also bringing it into your physical house to put your loved ones in harm's way. And even though we take every precaution to try not to contract it, we know that sometimes, unfortunately, we do receive contact, whether it's with a person or an item that's something that was contaminated and we contract the virus. So can you just share with us your COVID journey? Yes, as you said, uh, it is very being mindful and trying to keep yourself distanced and trying to keep yourself protected. There are people who are out there carriers and don't even know they're carriers. And those are one of the factors that you do everything that you possibly can and you still can end up with this um, particular virus. I myself was a, a recipient of this COVID-19 and I did everything I did in the natural but got home and received it because I was in, exposed to someone who had it. And, uh, you know, I took it lightly before then, but then after experiencing some of the self-symptoms that causes someone to uh, go down, you know, get scary. So, you know, it's not something to take lightly. Glad I didn't have an extreme case. I wasn't hospitalized. I waited out my um, quarantine period, and you know, and I stayed isolated, and I did the things necessary to do to stay back on my feet. But the most of all, I prayed and believed God for healing. I believed God that this virus was not going to take me out because. You know, I, I still have a life to live. You know, I had grandchildren and children. And I wanted to see things, uh, you know, I wanted to see them through. So I thank God it's because of him that I made it through. Amen. The sickness was not unto death, but for God to get the glory. And that is why we should share our I made it testimonies because somebody needs to hear. Somebody even right now may be sick with COVID or may be suffering some kind of situation in some sort of situation that just needs to hear from somebody that they made it through. And no matter what it is, whether it's COVID or something else that you may be experiencing, we know God to be a keeper. And you had mentioned the word fear a couple of times. If we could just talk about that, because um, Bishop this morning in his sermon talked about mindset and how we need to be cautious using that word because a lot of times we'll say that well, this is my mindset but as a believer our minds should not be set as the world that's number one and it really shouldn't be set because it's constantly being renewed so if our mind is constantly being renewed and we're not thinking we live in the world but we're not thinking as the world and we're not going to allow fear to cripple us How were you able to stay in faith in the midst of an atmosphere and especially in the beginning of the pandemic? I have to go back there because there were so many question marks and there's still question marks, but the, the vaccines are in place. People are 
having been hospitalized or being released. You know, everyone is not getting it and dying with it. Some people are getting it and living. And even though there are still some unknowns and there will be, and we know to trust God, how do you maintain faith in the midst of being around passengers, just the whole public and your coworkers who are maybe crippled with fear and don't believe what you believe or know what you know and don't have what you have? That's a Christian. We understand that fear is just the opposite of faith. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And in order to have a sound mind, you have to walk by faith because you're not going to understand or uh, ex- you're not going to understand everything that takes place. But you know, if you operate in faith and you believe in God, that he's able to do all things but fail. So being the bishop that we mentioned, our bishop that we serve, is great inspiring great in, in instituting the word of God in you to build you up and keep you strong. And it took a lot of prayer, a lot of faith. He declared a decree that his church would not be overtaken by this virus. And we, we stood by him and, and we believe and we saw the outcomes. We saw others lose lives, but through it all, we're still standing tall. So it's, it's, it's a measure of faith. Amen. And we thank God for that. And many people, again, may not want to let someone know because it's funny. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I shared in the first episode my story. And as you know, um, I too contracted the virus. And it's amazing how people, it's like going back to second grade. And it's like, you know, you have the cooties and no one wants to be around you but you know it's 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 funny and we laugh but I could almost not blame the person because that's probably how I was if I knew somebody was COVID positive it was just like oh my goodness like what city do you live in let me not go to that city you know but we understand um more and more that again you could take all the precautions that you want and the, anyone that has been sick, you know, we don't pray and wish that on anybody. But even if you do, again, we thank God that you are able to come through, that God is greater than COVID, that God is stronger yes, is. than this virus. And while the medical world and the CDC and the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies and everybody's trying to work it out. God already knows the outcome. So I think this whole pandemic that has rocked this world, that has caused us to to suffer not only the loss of loved ones, but to suffer social connections. Yes. And, you know, our ability to be able to travel. I know things are shifting and you know we're able to get out there more but before we never thought that we would find such great joy in going to the store Absolutely. you know because there's there wasn't any place else that you were going you know churches are shut down but you know through it all we have made it so i thank you for coming on and joining the apple eye atmosphere arnold frazier junior again an essential worker in the natural and for the kingdom
Amen. Our pleasure. So again, we just want to remind everyone out there to stay safe, walk in wisdom. My brothers, my sisters, my friends, neighbors, this thing is not over yet. We want to be able to see you on the other side. We want to be able to be able to come together one day soon. So let's still take whatever precautionary measures we need to remain in safety. Continue to pray, continue to trust God, and remember that he loves you. I love you. He has declared you to be the apple of his eye. He, You mean so much to him, and you have a great work to do in his name. So stay safe. We love you, and we will see you on the next episode.